Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, August 24th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The region, along with the Rolla and Quincy areas, are still coping with the heat. An excessive heat warning remains in effect. Air conditioning systems at businesses and schools are struggling to keep up. Every day, that cumulative heat, having um, tomorrow's supposed to be 101, Friday's supposed to be 101, you know, at that point, the air's still working now. We just would like to make sure we can get this system to limp along until the new one can take over. The National Weather Service says there should be a break from the heat this weekend. A St. Louis area hospital is just one of the operations dealing with air conditioning problems this week. Part of the system at Missouri Baptist Medical Center in town and country failed, prompting officials to move some patients to other locations. At least one area school has shifted to virtual learning because of this week's weather. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports. Granite City High School is just a month away from getting a brand new air conditioning system. But on Tuesday, the old one wasn't able to handle multiple days of dangerous heat. Superintendent Stephanie Kahn says the high school will be virtual at least through the end of this week. But she hopes the new AC will permanently fix the problem. With all the climate changes and the new heat expected, I think we'll be much more prepared for this in the future. So although this is a temporary setback, I think in the long term, the new system will allow us to not have to do things like this. The district will still offer breakfast and lunch to students who need it. Kansas, the cafeteria, is nice and cool. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. A growing number of school districts in Missouri are shifting to a shorter week. Roughly 160 now have four-day weeks. This comes as many districts throughout the state work to combat teacher shortages. John Turner is an associate professor of education at Missouri State University. He says teacher pay disparities between rural and urban districts contribute to the problem. He says districts are opting for a shorter week to attract more talent. When people transition to the four-day week, they think they're going to get a lot of new college graduates coming right out of school, teachers that are 22, 24. They think they're going to get a lot of applicants from those when they transition to the four-day week, and that does happen. The surprising things that they found is that by transitioning to the four-day week, they're attracting a lot of veteran teachers. Turner made the comments on St. Louis on the Air. Missouri's governor is criticizing a plan by St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones to crack down on military-grade weapons. Mike Parson questions whether the proposal would reduce crime. The Post-Dispatch reports he also is raising concerns about the constitutionality of the plan. A statement to the newspaper from the governor's office says Parson opposes any proposal that could weaken the right to bear arms. Jones's plan also calls for limits on untraceable firearms known as ghost guns, The mayor expects legal challenges if the Board of Aldermen passes the measures. A Democratic state legislator from St. Louis County wants concrete action in response to an investigation about radioactive waste exposure. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more from Representative Doug Clements' appearance on Politically Speaking. Earlier this summer, a group of news outlets and St. Louis area activists found that the federal government downplayed risks of radioactive waste exposure throughout the region. Clemens says documents from that investigation are disturbing enough for Missouri to file a lawsuit against the federal government. Clemens also says the federal government should compensate residents in the St. Louis region. We need better compensation on health 
but we also need better compensation when it comes to material loss to the state of Missouri. GOP Senator Josh Hawley is pushing to add parts of the St. Louis region to a federal program compensating people who became sick because of radioactive exposure. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. That episode of Politically Speaking is at stlpr.org. Drug maker Mollenkrot says it will soon file for bankruptcy. The company's U.S. operations are based in St. Louis. It had agreed to pay $1.7 billion to settle several opioid-related lawsuits. But Mollenkrot missed a payment in June and now won't cover the entire settlement. As part of a proposed agreement with debt holders, it will make a final $250 million payment to the Opioid Settlement Trust before filing for bankruptcy. That will combine with the $450 million already pumped into the fund, Mollenkrot also filed for bankruptcy in 2020. The Biden administration is awarding $1.3 million to help Illinois boost the number of women working in construction and green energy. The money can be spent on apprenticeship programs or other pathways to get more women involved in those fields. Japlin Allen has been a union iron worker for more than 20 years. This money is so significant because it builds character. It builds women. Women like me that come through a system that was designed not to work for a woman of color, a black woman. The grant is coming from the more than $1 trillion infrastructure package signed by the president nearly two years ago. Several groups are expecting the money by the end of the year. Some of the items we are following in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. The Environmental Protection Agency is giving St. Louis $500,000 to clean up vacant buildings. The grant focuses on several neighborhoods, including Fountain Park, Jeff Vanderloo, and Choteau's Landing. Board of Aldermen President Megan Green and other St. Louis officials are holding a town hall tonight to examine housing issues in the city. The aim is to establish high-quality, sustainable, and affordable housing for all residents. And a verdict could come down today in the obstruction and perjury case of a longtime top aide to former Illinois House Speaker Michael Madigan. Tim Mapes is accused of lying to a grand jury that was investigating Madigan. The trial started three weeks ago. Jurors will begin deliberating today. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.